What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark, and I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who want to make more money, change more people's lives, and have more of an impact in the world without spending any money on ads, websites, or even a funnel. Now, I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years, and in the last two years, I've helped over 500 online fitness coaches quit their jobs and take their businesses online. Also, 50 of those students are over 10K each and every single month. Now, thank you so much for being here. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on on the fitness coaches? It's your mentor, B-Mark Fit, coming at you with another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. Let's go. This is the number one podcast for online fitness coaches. So this podcast is challenging for me to talk about. I'm even getting like nervous right now talking about it because I think that entrepreneurship is like glorified, right? And so when I say glorified, I think that the reason that a lot of people want to become entrepreneurs is they want all of the wins, right? They want to be able to say that they're making a lot of money. They want to be able to say that they're transforming people's lives and they want to be able to drive a nice car and live in a place and have the freedom. But the truth is that entrepreneurship also comes with a lot of struggle and a lot of setbacks and a lot of failures. And so I don't think that people talk about the failures enough in entrepreneurship. And so in today's episode, in today's podcast, I'm going to be letting you guys know about three of my biggest failures in entrepreneurship, in business. So I'm just going to dive right into it. So the reason I'm doing this podcast is I'm hoping that you guys can take some of the lessons learn from my mistakes and take them into your own business. Okay. So number one, the number one mistake that I made, the first mistake that I made in business. So Frequently, I talk about how when I first started my online fitness business, I talk about how I started it in 2014, right? Like that's the story that you guys have heard. And I did like start committing to my online fitness business in 2014, but I actually started my online business in 2012, which was 8.5, nine years ago. And so the first major failure in my life in business was when I started Aesthetic Nation in 2012, and I was just hanging with the wrong crowd. So back in 2012, I was running with the wrong crowd and I was just like hanging out with people that weren't really my people. And back then I thought like I was 20 years old. So I kind of thought that I had something to prove at 20 years old, pretty much like for those of you guys that are in your early twenties right now, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Like all of my friends were kind of like partying or drinking or in university or weren't really sure what they were doing with their lives. So at 20 years old, a lot of people were working in the bar and drinking and partying. And so like, I wanted to start this online business and I wanted to start Aesthetic Nation, but a lot of my friends didn't understand that grind and they didn't understand me trying to build this business because at 20 years old, like everybody's still trying to figure it out. So because they didn't understand my ambition, the biggest failure that I had in my life back in 2012 was feeling like I needed to fit in with people who didn't understand me feeling like I needed to fit in with people who didn't understand me. So my friends at the time would literally like mock my vision, make fun of me for wanting to start an online business. And so because I felt like I needed to be accepted by these people when I was 20, like I needed their approval and I needed their friendship. I ended up doing dumb things. So I would stay out way too late. I would drink way too much. And guys, like back in 2012, the reason I don't talk about me starting Aesthetic Nation in 2012 is because I actually had paying clients back in 2012, but I was being just like terrible coach, these people. Like I was being a terrible coach. And so the failure that I'm going to talk about in particular, so back then I was also doing time for sessions. 
So I would get people to pay me $50 per workout. And then I'd go to the gym with them and I'd work out with them. And I wasn't telling the gym, I was being a little, a little bit of a bitch. <laughs> so I'd get people to pay me 50 bucks and then I'd go to the gym with them and I'd work out with them and I'd be their personal trainer. This is back when I was 20. So I was just getting started. So I had a client that I was doing time for sessions with and he'd pay me $50 per workout. And he paid me in advance. He paid me $1,200 in advance. So for 24 sessions and I would go work out with them. So because I was hanging out with the wrong crowd, I was always drinking, partying, etc. <laughs> because I was always drinking and partying. I skipped at least 10 sessions with this particular client, at least, because I was too hungover to work out. I was either too hungover to work out or I stayed out way too late. Or there was a couple of sessions that I actually, like, I would show up to the gym and I was still drunk to do my workout. Because like my biggest failure was I needed to be liked so bad by other people that I would go out with friends and I couldn't say no to drinks. Like, because I just needed their approval, even though they didn't understand me, they were my friends. And so they'd be like, have a drink. And I was like too weak in 2012 to be able to say no to these people. In fact, like I was too weak to even say no to going out because when they'd make fun of me, I'd be like, okay, fine, I'll go. Right. Like, or I'd be out and I'd be like, sorry, I got to work with my mother. Like one drink doesn't matter. And like, I was hanging out with the wrong crowd. They didn't understand my ambition but I needed to be approved by them. I needed to be liked by them. I was just weak mentally. And I knew that I wanted to build an online business. I want you guys to hear this. I wasn't strong enough to stick to my values. And so that's why in all my podcasts, you guys hear me talk about when I first started my online fitness business in 2014. The truth is I actually started it in 2012, but I failed miserably. And when I say miserably, like I actually ended up refunding this person like half of his money because I didn't show up to half the gym sessions. So yeah, I started at Static Nation in 2012 and I ended up folding the business and I just quit. I quit because I felt like a failure. I let a bunch of people down and I didn't feel like I deserved to take any money for a training because I was just being an idiot at the time. So the first major failure in my business came in 2012 when I started my online fitness business, but then I quit because I was hanging out with the wrong crowds. I was too weak to say no and I was too scared to walk the journey alone. I want to talk about this for a second. So I know that I've got some 21 year olds in my program right now. I've got some 20 year olds in my program, some 19 year olds, 22 year olds. If you are in this program right now, if you're listening to this, or even if you're not in the program, if you're just an avid listener of the podcast, I want you to learn from my mistake. And so here's the lesson that I want you to learn. I think it's better to walk the journey alone until you find your tribe rather than hanging out with the wrong crowd that doesn't understand your ambition. Because I can promise you guys that if I would have kept going when I was 21, instead of starting again when I was 23, that I would probably have 500 podcast episodes right now instead of 170. And I would be much further ahead than I am now. So if you are 21 years old or 20, and you're listening to this right now, and this is speaking to you, it is better to walk the journey alone until you find your tribe rather than hanging out with the wrong people. Okay. So Major mistake number one was hanging out with the wrong crowd that didn't understand my ambition. So I ended up folding my business and I quit for two years. Okay. That brings us to major mistake. Number two, major mistake. Number two, the second mistake that I made biggest mistake that I made in my business was hiring my friends to work for me without expectations, hiring my friends to work with me without expectations. So now let's fast forward a few years into my online business, 2016, I was making $10,000 a month. I was traveling all around the world. And while I was doing this, my friends were working in a gym and they were hating their jobs. They were hating their lives. And one of my friends in particular actually took me out to lunch. Like when I got back to Cal, I was in Bali. And when I got back to Bali, one of my friends was like, bro, like, can I please take you out for lunch? Like, I want to know what you're doing. And so we sat down for lunch and he's like, dude, like 
please just like teach me what you're doing. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but like, I hate working in the gym. I want to go online. Like, please teach me. Like, I'll do anything you tell me. Just like, please teach me. And so because he was my friend, I just like kind of took him underneath my wing. And I was just like, yep, yeah, I'm just going to coach you. I'm just going to mentor you. And I never laid out any like business expectations. It was like, you're my boy. I appreciate you. So I'm just going to teach you. And there was never any business expectations. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. For those of you guys that are thinking about working with your friends or family or whatever in business, I can promise you that when money gets involved, shit always changes. Money changes people, no matter like how close you are. doesn't matter if it's your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, your dog. It doesn't matter. If money gets involved, you can take a best friend with something like your best friends with this person, then money gets involved and shit changes. So I hired my friends without laying out any expectations. And that was aesthetic nation. That was my thing. I had a team of my best friends and we were all running a business. And the truth is I ended up having some of my like best friends kind of screw me over for money. And I had some of them that like, I would mentor them to quit their jobs, full-time online trainers. And then they didn't want to pay me a percentage of their income anymore. So then they would just quit. And then I just spent like a year or two mentoring this person. And now they're my competition. And in full transparency, like this is one of the major reasons for me starting PT Domination. Like that was one of the biggest reasons is because I was like, man, I'm fucking training all of these online coaches to become online coaches. And then they're becoming my competition. I'm like, if I'm going to do this, like I should just charge for this knowledge instead of just like giving it away and being like, Hey, see you later. Like, thanks for working with me. So I learned that in business, business and friendship needs to be completely separate, completely separate. And so this is what I mean. Like the way that I run my business now is completely 1000% different in all aspects. When I hire my friends now, there are always crystal clear expectations. And this is what I mean. Like, okay, you're like, we're my best friend and I love you. And I'm going to call you and like talk about our days and we're going to laugh. So that's over here. And then the business is on the other end of the spectrum. And like, this is my business. This is what I expect of you. And if you're not doing your job, then you're out. Those are two completely different things. Business and friendship need to be completely separate. And so I wish I would have known this sooner, honestly. And the reason this is like a really big mistake for me is because there are people that I was like so close with that I don't even talk to anymore because after like the business fallout, like we were just never able to recover from it. So the second biggest mistake that I made in business was mixing business and friendship without ever outlining expectations for the business. And so this caused me to have some major falling outs with some of my old friends that honestly, I never recovered from them. Okay. So the lesson for you guys, online fitness coaches, and this is the same thing for like you online fitness coaches that are working with your friends in your coaching program. So let's say your friends come into your coaching program, right? Like your best friends, like wants to hire you to be their fitness coach. And so they come into your program, unless you like lay out crystal clear expectations, like, okay, we're best friends. We're going to talk over here, blah, 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 blah. And then over here, like I'm your coach. And if you're not doing the shit in my program, then you're going to get out and you need to pay on time. Like those are, need to be two completely separate entities. So it doesn't matter if you're working with friends as in they're like, you're going to hire them to work for your business or if they're in your actual coaching program and they're a client, like you need to have expectations out of the gate. It needs to be crystal clear. All right. Okay. 
This is the challenging one. I saved the, uh, the hardest one for last. This is the one I've never talked about in person. The only person I've ever talked to this about openly was cursed. So number three, the third mistake that I made in my business was operating outside of my scope of practice. So I've actually never told anybody this publicly because it's really hard for me to talk about because I really do take this one personally. So first things first, I want to give you a little bit of backstory. I think that the way, like everything that we do is a result of our mind, right? Everything that we do is a result of our mind. So, and I believe that like, if you have a powerful mindset, like if you have this, like, I'm going to fucking accomplish this goal mindset, then you can overcome anything. So I don't know how many of you guys know this, like there's a person, his name is Rudiger Gam. So Rudiger Gam is, uh, you guys should Google him after. Rudiger Gam was a selfless math student. Like he was a helpless math student. He's like self-admitted, helpless math student, sucked at math. He was the worst. And his teachers told him he was terrible at math, terrible at math. And then he turned himself into a human calculator and became famous for becoming a human calculator where in school he was a helpless math student. So like he used the power of his mind to focus on something and then he became something different, right? So I believe your mind has that power, okay? I think that when you are able to click something on in your mind and you just make a decision that you can make anything happen. So now I met a person and for the sake of the story, we're going to say his name is John, okay? Now I actually met John's friend. So I met John's friend. John's friend hired me to be his trainer. And when I was working with John, John's friend, he was like, hey man, like I've got this person that is in a really bad situation and I don't know if you can help him, but like he doesn't really have any other options. I was like, okay, tell me more. He's like, well, he's bedridden. He's in the hospital. The doctors have told him he's never going to walk again. He believes he's never going to walk again. He's uh, 400 pounds. He's overweight and he doesn't really have any other options. Like they're telling him he's maybe got a year or two left to live. And like, I don't know what else to do because there's like, everybody's kind of given up on him and he's kind of given up on himself. And so for me, I don't know how many of you guys know my personality, but like, I hear that and I'm like, I can fucking help this dude for sure. So I ended up meeting him and I went in and I like met him in person, got to hear his story a little bit, he's 400 pounds overweight. But when I went there, like when I went to meet him, like he's 400 pounds overweight, but then the nurses were bringing him like fucking orange juice and like bagels and like cupcakes and fucking cake. And I'm like, this is why, this is why you're overweight. So I'm like, I went in there and I met him. I was like, I'm not going to say yes first. I want to go meet him. So I went in there and I met him. And after talking to him for a couple hours, I was like, and I talked to his friend. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm like, I'm going to take him on. I'm going to do it. And I think I can help him walk again. I'm like, the doctors are saying no, like he's given up on himself. But like, I believe in the power of the mind. I see what he's putting in his body. I'm like, I think I can fucking help him. And I was certain I could help him actually. So he was sad. He was in his fifties. He basically given up on life. And so I took the job and I would drive to the hospital twice a week for an hour at a time. And I would sit there and I would talk to him. I prepped his meals. So I would prep his meals and I'd bring him meal prep. I'd make sure that he was fucking eating the food that I was giving him. I told the nurses not to give him any junk food. And the doctors knew me. I'd go in there. I'd say, hi. I hired an athletic therapist to come in there. The athletic therapist would stretch him out and get him ready because I believed that he was going to walk again. We were going to work together for six months. Throughout the three months that we worked together, he ended up losing 30 pounds. But every single day that I went in there, he would tell himself that he wasn't going to walk again. I'm not going to walk again. I'm not going to walk again. I'm not going to walk again. And I would try to show him that like when you affirm that to yourself, like that becomes your reality. So you're basically creating a hell and then living in it. I'm like, you can decide that you're going to walk again, but you have to make that decision. And so we worked together for three months. And honestly, at the time, I don't think I was, I just wasn't strong enough to save him. And even though we worked together for three months, he lost 30 pounds. I wasn't able to help him walk again. And I said that I was going to, and I didn't. And like looking back on it, like now, 
I definitely think that like, I shouldn't have even said yes because it was way outside of my scope of practice, but I just couldn't bear the thought of like not trying to help this person when I actually believed that I could. So I ended up refunding John's friend, the money that he paid me for the program. And to this day, I view it as my biggest failure. It was about three and a half years ago. Now I was in Calgary recently and I actually drove by the place that he is. And it just like hit me again. And I was like, fuck, I've never, ever, ever, ever talked about this. So this is what I realized. I realized that like, I honestly believe, I honestly believe that when you use your mind to focus on a task and when you use your mind to set yourself to accomplish a goal, like you can accomplish anything. I also believe that the power to change your life lies inside of each individual. So I can't change somebody's life for them. Like I can want it. Like I can want to change somebody's life. I can want them to like change so fucking bad, but I can't make the decision for somebody to change. The power to change your life is actually inside of you. I'm a hundred percent certain that if you make a decision and you stick to that decision that you can see anything through. And unfortunately for John, the decision that he was sticking to was that he was never going to walk again. And I think that if somebody does not believe that they will get better, then they are destined to live in the place that they've created for themselves. And so if there's anything I want you to take from this, you guys, is that like entrepreneurship is glorified and it's sexy for sure. And there are a lot of upsides to entrepreneurship, but I want you guys to know that like, I've definitely made a lot of mistakes. And so when you guys see me come on podcasts like five times a week, this guy's always live. He's always posting. He's so consistent. Like this has been eight to 10 years of fuck ups that have led to this. And so I always do my best to try to learn from my mistakes and become a better person. But I just want you to know that like entrepreneurship comes with a lot of highs and it also comes with a lot of struggles and a lot of failures. And don't let anyone try to convince you that like entrepreneurship is like easy because it's not, it is not an easy road. It is hard, but it is worth it. And I know that with every mistake that I make, I grow and I learn and I become better and I do my absolute best to show up and serve the people that want to change their life. And, and that's all that I can do. So I hope that this podcast has inspired you to work through your failures. I hope that you learned something from this podcast. I hope you took something away from this. So that's it for now, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches. We just hit 10,000 downloads in a month and I'm super stoked. So that's it for now. I'll talk to you guys soon. 